0: team a black and blue fast but steady I zone to me I knew was my hood but it was way to get home I did what's up everybody welcome to the show I see things a little differently I am so chemical this is your episode review of episode this is your episode of your episode review of episode three. There was a much easier way to say that. I just chose to go the hard way for whatever reason. Um, But review of episode three of Secret Invasion. Boy, oh boy, it's been a day. And we are in a new day, technically Thursday. Um, But I told you guys it was going to be a wild one. So here's how it went. Literally, go to work Tuesday night. Now, my schedule is I I work nights. So... Essentially, you work day into uh, one day into another day. Follow me. Going to work at eight p.m., leave out at eight a.m. So yeah, essentially, I was doing that, and I was about to leave work. It was like six o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Oh shit, Secret Invasion! Let me watch it. Let me watch it now." Because for some reason, I did. I don't know. I did something foolish. I set myself up to go to work get my oral change right after work was done. Cause the, uh, the, the shop is like seven minutes away from the job. And then I still had to be back at work at 11 a.m. I was like, why did I do that? So I tried to then set like, uh, try to, uh, I'm not, I'm not tired. I'm just missing my word today. I'm right waiting What's the word I'm looking for? Reschedule. Try to reschedule it for Tuesday, completely forgetting that it's a holiday. So I say, you know what? I'm just going to go through with it. So then I was hoping to get out of it by, all right, cool. I was just reschedule, but 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 they're closing for so can't really reschedule. So, all right, cool. Watch Secret Invasion. Leave work at like seven fifty five. Drive to the, the the shop. And so I'm thinking they're gonna say no, we can't get you out by ten thirty. Blah blah blah. Because I'm used to being when I was in Colorado. Let me tell you something about Coloradans. They are way too fucking chill when it comes to shit like this. So like, I used to like literally drop off my car. I would have an apartment. For the earliest possible. So if they're open at 7. I'm there at 6.50. First one in there. Everything right. They wouldn't have the fucking car done. Until like 3. 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And this is for an Earl change now. So I'm like what the. F- what are they doing. You know. And. I got used to that. So I. I go there. Go to this new shop. First time being in this shop. In this. New world I'm in. And. Um. Get there. Walk in, hey, I got to be at work at 11, is there any way you guys could be done by 1030? Oh, oh yeah. And she said it so confidently. I said, okay. And by the way, she was absolutely gorgeous. And that's the last thing I needed to see after working a freaking 10 hour shift There's a gorgeous woman. And I'm like, yeah, I have no thought about life right now. So anyways, going to the waiting room. There's a bunch of people in there. I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting, you know. She says she she was confident. I ain't too confident seeing this, cause once again, my mindset still went back in Colorado, right? So I sit down, take like a twenty minute nap, wake up, damn, yeah, just up there, cause I'm snoring. I can hear myself snoring. That's how tired I am. So let me like, torture these people with my fucking snores. So I didn't put my head back down. Just, in, in the, just in my thoughts, hey, uh, Ryan, you ready? Like you done? They were done with that shit in like forty minutes. Holy shit! And what I mean, they cleared out that entire room. They cleared out that entire room. I'm like, what the hell is going? They know what they're doing around here. They move fast as shit. Yeah, everything taken care of, but tire rotation and everything. That got me thinking. Like, what the fuck was y'all doing in here? You know, I, I know, I know a lot of places were backed up due to uh, COVID and everything. And people just aren't. One, they're not. High, one, they're not paying enough. So a lot of these places, people, places. We have to do hard labor. People ain't just gonna go there just to do hard labor, man. That's just not gonna work anymore. Doing hard labor and um, not seeing the the, the payoff you deserve—that's just not gonna work anymore. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, so I watched it already. Watched it once, and we take some. My first watch during episode three of Secret Invasion. It went by so fast. Like I knew the end was coming by the ending scene, just by the way it was being set. But I was like, man, that was this only like a 20-minute episode? I just was in it so much. And I said, all right, I'm going to go home, play some Fight Forever, come back, work. Once I get off work, I'm going to crash, which is exactly what I did. I got off work. I crashed for like four or five hours, which is why I'm still up. It's 1 o'clock on the East Coast. And I said, I'm going to you know, watch it again, blah, blah, blah. So I started watching it again. I, I, I like to get two viewings of this stuff before I actually I feel like I give the better analysis when I do that. So after watching episode three, once again I I, I get it. When you have YouTubers, you have podcasters, a lot of shit has to be misdirection. A lot of shit has to keep you guessing. I think this is the probably the most misdirection we've had so far. And we're at the mid season point. And I say that because the end scene with the voice, I say that with the wife I say that with the little beck- the the bickering with Talos and everybody. Also, I see that with the Amelia Clark, air quotes, air quotes, you can't seem to air quotes death. So let's take it from the beginning. So we're at the beginning we see the or, or we see how um, Nick Fury met his wife. We already see we see her take over a new form and gorgeous, and she presents to him that she wants to go out with him. He says, "Well." Can't really do that, and she says, "Well, technically, we don't exist, so you can't." Said, "Well, that's intriguing." Then that was in '98. So essentially, she pursued him. So he knew who who, who he was getting to, and I said that to you last last week. He knew, he he knows what he's doing. She just had her form because why would she like? She's not she she's not expecting anyone. So why why would why wouldn't she be in a regular form? I would imagine when Skrulls had to take over another sh- shape or form or human or, or yeah shape that takes some some draining, you know, It's some concentration, et cetera, et cetera. And remember, in Captain Marvel, which I know it's hard to remember because that movie was an awful fucking movie, um, they said it takes practice, you know, and some people, that's why some people have levels where they can change into multiple people, like graphic, and some don't, you know. So anyways, um, you see uh, theory cooking, and you see them get into a conversation where she explains that she grieved him, and when he when he dusted, and that that's a, that 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 makes me think: Did any of the scrolls get dusted? We've not heard anything yet about the scrolls getting dusted. You know, so it sounds like Talos wasn't dusted, his wife wasn't dusted, his daughter wasn't dusted, Graphic wasn't dusted. It sounds like only he, <clears throat> humans, I'm doing air quotes there, were dusted, even though it's half of everything on the planet. But it sounds like every scroll we've really been introduced to were still around during the blip which I think is very interesting right there so they get into an argument and someone calls the wife and she's very cryptic on the phone misdirection she puts the phone down walks away and she says a comment to where because he asked her who is she and she asked about Gravit and she says she became who who she was before they met we don't know her very well so we don't know what that means, one. Two, the misdirection again. She's looking, like, she leaves her phone there. It's cool. She leaves her phone there on purpose. And and Nick Fury's just looking at it. So they want you to think that he got this information from her phone. He didn't get the information from her phone. Just, just, let's, let's just get out the fucking way immediately. So, then, we move forward, and we see, excuse me, damn, that was a good yawn, too. We move forward and we see Gravit talking to Gaia. And here's why I think this is misdirection. And I was watching a review of this episode from Screen Crushes Ryan Airy where he's hoping that her death in this one is, is it sticks. I don't think it sticks because it just so, it makes them seem so fucking stupid. If that's, a, if, like, I'm all for people dying and having their death stick. Trust me, You guys have heard me say it a plenty of time. I remember, I used to watch this show called, uh, it was a family show. Not family show, but it was based around, it was a drama, but it was based around family. I think it was on NBC. And Craig T. T Nelson was like the, the the, the, the patriarch of the family, right? And I remember when they were going into the final season, I made a comment to somebody. I was in school at the time still and we were doing papers on tv and stuff and i specifically wrote like that guy had this character has to die at the end of the season and i remember like, the the teacher said why like, you're like you have a very dark point of view when it comes to writing i said honestly i just see people's transitions and i feel like he's done everything he can do and i feel like yeah so he, so he had the midlife crisis or the end of life crisis whatever it is he's you see him he's involved in all of his kids lives his grandkids lives it's like he is that patriarch and it's like he's it's, i think like his overarching theme would be i wish i knew i just wish i could remember the name of the show has been years though i feel like the overarching thing is he's gonna bring everyone back together because in, in the when when the final season began like everyone was kind of just like yeah, separated and i think i said he's gonna bring them back together before he passes away they said well and that's what happened I, I, I'm not about just killing people, you know. But I feel like with so many shows, Arrowverse, I'm talking to you, that just kills people off, air quotes again, and then actually, and then the death ends up meaning ain't nothing. I'm all for it. I just think if that is where we're going, I'm okay with consequences. They have to be smarter than that. This dude, Talos is a former general. He knows how to play these games. So he would know once again misdirection. You know, plus you, I'm sure the price tag to get Amelia Clark in this in this TV show was not cheap. You have it for three episodes? Three? I don't believe it. I, I just don't. There's a bigger plan in play. Once again, I still believe the black hand is not Gravic. It's someone else. Yeah, we've we see we've seen the first form of Super Scroll with with Gravic. We'll get to that later. But, like, I just think that, th- I think this was the biggest misdirection episode we've had so far. And I, and, I, and making me even more curious for episode four, five, and six. But anyways. So, Gravit pulls uh, Gaia to the side. Or he wakes her up, excuse me. And, you no, know, he questions her. She says, hey, how did they know where we were? Etcetera, cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And she says she's a good liar. He says, okay. So, this is when you know he doesn't trust her. So anyways, uh, Gravik uh, gets off a plane and he ends up work, w- uh, welcoming the council into his, ex- his project and saying, hey, we're going to become Super Scrolls. So he actually uses the name Super Scrolls. Now, we have not seen it, him tested yet. So like, when we see this reveal later on, it's like, oh, oh. So Nick Fury meets back up with Talos and says he has some, in, um, some intel. And him and Talos, he ends up, uh, Talos ends up making him apologize, saying you can't do anything without me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, it's a scene where I still, th- Nick Fury knows he has to play the game in, in order to get the help because he knows he's, he's not as strong as scrolls. but he knows he can use his spy skills. You see Nick Fury becoming Nick Fury slowly again. As you like, it went from the, the the scruffy beard to now it's shaved down to a goatee. Like, you see him getting that confidence back with every um, conversation he has with people and with... and, and remember, remember, the tagline in the comic books is, Who do you trust? With every moment he has of who do you trust, it's just picking up more and more and more and more and more and more confidence. To so Nick be Nick Fury again. Did air again. So, they get wind that it's going to be a nuclear strike and they're going to start war. And grab says, hey, here's the plan to get rid of the heroes as we become Super scrolls And... The, the humans are going to be at war with each other. So, anyways, Grav and Gaia are on their way to a meeting with Talos, where Gravik wants to. Par, uh, Talos wants to gra- uh, parley with, uh, with uh, Gravik. So they have this scene, where I think it pers- where it perfectly encapsulates the mindsets of Gravik and Talos, and Ryan Airy actually on Screen Crush, you should guys check out his um, breakdown. Actually, brings up the fact that. In World War One, I, I did not know this fact, but I'm not a history historian. Apparently in World War I, uh, the troops, the soldiers on the ground between warring countries had a peace truce for two nights for Christmas, and after that, the war would pick up. And because they had that truce, it only it almost caused there to be a, a, a war-ending moment. But then people in power got... Um, no (laughs) they're saying what they wanted um i did not know that fact i ended up looking up and saying that wow that is true that's that's crazy to me how like you're trying to kill people it's christmas hey guys stop time out time out two days no killing and it almost led to a peace talk that is that blew my mind Then i had i had no clue sometimes i wish i was more of a historian and i and when i was in school and i mean it's from military school to college, the the history the history classes were just so boring. The teachers I have where I've had people tell me how their t- history teachers were this and that. And it was pretty freaking cool. All my history teachers were fucking boring, and they and it, it, it made it to where it was like gotta do this, gotta got take this class, gotta pass. You know, but otherwise it was whatever. So anyways, Talos. Well, keeps bringing up Talos's daughter. So, Talos grabs uh, uh, Gravik, and all of a sudden, it's revealed that he's surrounded by a bunch of scrolls. And Talos looks worried. I think this is another misdirection move. I think he knew he wanted to see Gravik's hand. Because Gravik thinks he's... Gravik truly believes that Fury and Talos are, like, at their very what's in. And Gravik... Excuse me, and Talos even says two things. First of all, I love the misdirection in the... In the um, in the trailer, that was my favorite part of the trailer, was like, Fury, we gotta be very careful now. Like, I, I love how that scene's actually with him and Gravik, where he says, you better be very careful now, because Gravik could bring up his daughter. And he just want, and I think Talos just wanted Gravik to just reveal his plan. Like, as far as, like, his just, what was going on around him. He had a feeling, he just needed to see it. And so, he still showed no fear. And uh, he said, hey, Taylor did, hey, I won't let this war happen without them knowing who you are you won't stay under the the guise of anonymity I was like wow okay okay and so you see Taylor's here stand up but like you never feel like either one of them wants to make that first move because that first move leads to the final move so Taylor leaves after he stabs graphic in, in the hand and so everyone stands up but they don't actually approach him and then like you see you see graphic let him do it Taylor sleeves, all of a sudden you see the extremist come back into his uh, and heal his hand. Now this is the this is not the first people were saying this is the first time we've had uh, extremist talk since uh, Iron Man Three. That's actually not true at all. Um one and Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi, one of the people in the fight pit had extremists in them. It was a very quick Easter egg and like it with everything going on in that movie. That was the last thing you're gonna talk about, so that was smart. And some of you guys considered uh, um, Agents of Shield canon. It was in Agents of Shield, but that's not the first time we've seen it. Um, but um... yeah, so that I thought. I, let me tell you something: the one-on-one scenes in the last two episodes have been fucking fantastic. The one between Rhodes and Fury. The one between Fury and Talos. The one between Talos and Gravik. I love the the interpersonal relationships. And how we're seeing them come to a head. And how we just see... It's great, It's great dialogue. The writing for this. And this is why writing is so important, man. Like, this is why I just I, I have not... I have not... This. I've been too busy this fucking week so far. So, I don't know how the strike thing is going. I don't think it's come to an end. So I've heard about it. Because I work in the industry. But, like... Ugh... This is, why, this is why writing is so important. Shit like this, man. Um, anyways, um, you still see the, the the bickering between those two. Talos, rightfully so, is better. He wants to, Fury to stop bitching. And Fury wants him to stop bitching. It's But sometimes you gotta get this shit out. So I just love how they are. You can tell they're really friends. You can tell they truly care about each other. Fury and Talos. You know. So anyways, they end up having this plan. And they call... Um, I forgot her name. The the spy who was torturing Brogan, the, the episode before. They called her up, and she did find the, the piece where Fury bugged her home. And she actually put an eye patch over that eye, which is fucking hilarious. Um, so they go to try to stop the bombing, and here's where I think it gets ridiculous. If this holds... Which I don't, I 100% don't believe is going to hold. But if this holds, this is probably the weakest part of the series because I don't understand how. I don't get that. So, anyway, so they end up um, infiltrating this house because there's a scroll who has nuclear codes and he's trying to start a nuclear war. They uh, they end up getting into the house and Tails gets captured, but the, the, the scroll. Doesn't know that no one calls Fury Nick, she calls him Nick. So that's how Fury knows that Talos has been captured. Right. So he holds the son captive, and so they end up exchanging things, and uh, they have to shoot the the scroll because he won't give up information. So all of a sudden, Talos calls his daughter to get the information for the code, the the launch codes. Well, the thing I left out was Betos, the new recruit. Something's up with him. Because when he came in, remember he was a little hesitant or whatever? Well, they change into him and another uh, scroll change into two, what are they called? Two fucking um, Navy commanders where they can launch the codes. And Beethoven's character forces for it, but then he's against it. He stops it once he hears the code word, air quotes. And uh, I don't know, I did air quotes again. But uh, I'm just, I think at this point, I'm just used to doing that shit whenever I do it. I don't do it. Well, I, that's a lie. Because of this fucking show. <laughs> that's a fucking lie. I do it more now because of this show. Anyways. So, once again, these things are subtle things that they're doing. Like, Betos has a bigger part in this. Because he's the one who distopped it. So, anyways. As Gaija is leaving, of course graphic is the only one there he's the only one waiting for her he shoots her watches her transform back to her human or her scroll form and he leaves her there i get it we saw her in scroll form we saw her bleed out we're supposed to believe she's dead same way we saw with colby smallers smolders uh which is uh maria hill something about it, though man maria hill has been in the mcu for years so that death means something to stick this death would still mean something to stick because that means no one is safe. And they said no one will be safe in this series. But if that, if that's the way they took her out, boy, is she the dumbest double agent of all time. He literally gave her information that only she would know at that point to make sure that she would know she's the fucking traitor. And then she just thought she was going to up and just be able to drive away and no one's going to know in the middle of the night. I don't know, man. That Now, speaking of good writing and speaking of bad writing. That's why I just don't believe she's. That's why I just don't believe that. And plus, there's a, I, I just don't think that death is gonna stick, which I know. I know. I know it frustrates some people, but I believe there's some misdirection somewhere in there. I. I, I truly do, which is why I'm just. I'm not all in on that. So I'm, I'm very skeptical. Well, anyways, the episode ends with Nick Fury's wife getting a call, and. She, like she's like sighing. You can tell she doesn't want to do it. So she goes to a safety deposit box and gets a gun, which I assume she she put that gun in that safety deposit box as like a fail safe for hey this is a if you have to pull this gun, it's because it's a it's a game changer, right? right? So she gets a phone call, and the way the episode ends is you hear a voice on the phone. First I couldn't tell who the voices was, so I watched it a second time. And it's like, hey, meet me, boom boom boom. And it's like, hey, I was thought I thought I was gonna talk to gravity. Well, you could talk to me. That voice is Colonel Rhodes. Once again, I, this has been the one person that everybody has been saying is a bit of scroll for the longest time. I think it'll be the best thing to do in the biggest misdirection is to make sure that he's not a scroll and that he has some connection, some some deeper connection. Because I would imagine that, and once again, Samuel L. Jackson said this show is essential to watch before the Marvels. It'll make the Marvels make more sense. And I'll, and what's, we got to remember, there's still a movie called Armored Wars that was supposed to be a series but It became a movie that Rhodes is going to be in it. And I think, here's my thought. I'll just give my thoughts. I truly believe at some point in time, Rhodes was... C- captured, and then Tony Stark saved him, but he did it in private. Or someone saved him, they did it in private, but it did, but he was shapeshifted. And I believe he's trying to clean all this up without anyone knowing. And without killing Tony Stark's legacy. And that's how you lead into Armor Wars. I don't think this road is a start. I, I, I don't think this road is, is a, a scroll though. And if it is, it's cool. It would be, like, the biggest, like, uh, I just think because everyone's asking for it, they won't give it to you guys. But that's the biggest misdirection of this. Uh, but I think every, I legit think every scene, and we still don't know what worth that's her name. We still don't know what the game is in, in here. And I said this to J- uh, Jonathan Esther, and he's he's skeptical, which is fair. I said, this could be what Winter Soldier was to face to. If you guys remember, I remember watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and being happy to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. even though I know none of these characters, right? Phil Coulson, etc. But I remember it was really slow. And then I'm telling you right now. Once Winter Soldier just happened, I remember I went to watch Winter Soldier. on My own, I was living in Atlanta. Watch Winter Soldier. That very next episode of Agents of Shield was a game changer, and it just picked the season right up. But that those, that first half of the season of Agents of Shield, that shit was hard to watch. Like they are, woo. No, oh, but I, this this series could be that thing that kickstarts. Everything and now I know I saw I saw the number I saw what it was. They said the the debut episode of uh, Secret Invasion was the lowest rated or lowest watched Marvel project, and I'm like, look here, dude. Even if the, it, even if you have superhero fatigue, I truly believe the casual people are the superhero fatigues. But when I look at some of these numbers at movie theaters, I don't know if that's the case. But here's my thing, also, how many people are just tired of how of um Uh, how many, how many people just get get tired of paying for, how many people just are just getting tired of having to pay for a bunch of different streaming services? Life has gotten more expensive. You have the time to watch it, but then to watch everything connected, that's just a hard, that's a hard sell for anything. You know, um, that's just a very hard sell. So anyways, my point in saying this is. I've, I'm enjoying all three episodes. I don't think there has been a weak episode yet. I do think there's been. I do think if this death of Amelia Clark stands, of Gaija stands, that will be the weakest part so far. But there was promises that this is a game changer. There's consequences, et cetera, et cetera. So it makes sense, you know. Like I just there's so we've seen we've we've only seen the heroes air quotes have limited help here, Fury and Talos and gaija and even with that being said a lot of things happen in this episode that i that just make her look fucking stupid and I, I don't think her mom was a good spy her dad was a good spy i don't think she's that stupid i think they want to present it that way though so um another strong episode i, I liked it i appreciate appreciate it like i said when i first watched it the first time it went it just flew past and i'm loving getting to, to know this part of nick fury and he saw, and seeing him build himself back up, um, but but this is I I don't know I, I I'm enjoying it so I hope you guys are too so anyways that I, I'm about to I'm about to get out of here and upload the show it's one thirty in the morning so you guys will have it like I promised I'm um, the slow chemical this is I see things a little differently and I am out.